What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Stacy Lee Spratt. Welcome. What's up? What's up? How you feeling? Listen, feeling good. Director of the United Negro College Fund. Yes, Empower Me Tour. There you go. That's right. I feel like I've been hearing about the United Negro College Fund my whole life, yeah. but not more, not that much in recent times. So, really? Yeah. So what 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 does United Negro I College mean, Fund do right listen, now? Listen, we've been around going on eighty years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why you've been hearing about it since you were little. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we provide educational support. Um, for minority students. Mm-hmm. So with the Empower Me Tour, it's a traveling road show mm-hmm. where we talk about college readiness, we talk about career readiness, and we give millions of dollars in scholarships mm-hmm. for people to attend school, not just graduating high school seniors, mm-hmm. but also people in college can still get scholarships through the UNCF. I always wonder, you know, like do people, are people as aware of resources like this as they need to be? You know what? I feel like we can always do a better job Mm -hmm, of making mm -hmm. sure people know that resources are there. Mm -hmm. UNCF is not just to get students to college. 
it's our responsibility to get students through college also. Mm-hmm. So with the resources are coming in all the time to UNCF. So mm-hmm. I tell students and parents to visit uncf.org every other week because we have scholarships that pop up mm-hmm. all throughout the month, all throughout the year. And to just know what is actually out there for students to attend college for free. I mean, education is expensive. Mm-hmm. That's right. What are some of the qual- qualifications to get some of these students in college? You know what? It honestly depends on the type of scholarship there is. You know, some have 3.0 GPA qualifications. Mm-hmm. Some might even have 2.7 or your 3.5 and above. Some of them you have to write an essay. Mm-hmm. It really all depends on the type of scholarship that you're applying for. Mm-hmm. Like with the Empower Me Tour, we have counselors that come on site and give on-site admissions to students on the spot. Not just that, we have college admissions counselors offering full four-year scholarships to students who didn't even know that they could attend college Mm -hmm. or could attend an HBCU. We really try to do the Empower Me Tour in places where there aren't HBCUs so we can educate people that HBCUs exist and scholarships are available. So this is only for HBCUs? You're only giving college? Oh, no. We give scholarship money to not just HBCUs. Mm-hmm. People can get a UNCF scholarship and attend any school mm-hmm. of their choice. Mm. We just want to make sure people know in places and spaces that HBCUs exist. Is there an HBCU in New York? I've been having this argument with people for the last year. There is not yeah. an HBCU in New York. So Fairleigh Dickinson is not an HBCU. There is not an HBCU okay. in New York. Okay. Stacy said it, not me, guys. Because I've been saying it for the longest. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know it was. Because I always say, you know, growing up in New York, there were no HBCUs. And the only time that I've seen it was on a different world and that's what yes. made me want to go to the best HBCU not clogged but I mean, Hampton University you know it can be second best because mm. number one is what's on this okay. chest okay. Right. that clock you. Atlanta University I hear you I hear you so, so being that y'all give money to everybody y'all don't have to worry about like you know because you know now you see all of these people like uh, what's his name Edward, I think his name is Edward Braun doing these attacks on you know the fearless fund and people who are yeah. providing funding strictly for black people you, you don't have to Our worry about that. Our funding is not just strictly for um, black or brown people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, I like to remind people HBCUs were created during a time that black and brown people could not attend majority institutions. Mm-hmm. We're historically black, not exclusively black. Right. Well, what was so important for you to go to an HBCU? Of course, you went to Clark, Ooh. Atlanta. Well, well, of course, I went to Clark Atlanta. Where, where, where are you from? You got to stop blushing. I, I'm originally from Mississippi. Oh, you're from Mississippi. Hey, yeah. So what you you... Blu- Every time you hear Clark, you blush. Listen, <laughs> that's where my husband came from. So maybe that's, you know. Okay. 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 I met DJ my Drama. husband at Clark Atlanta. DJ Drama went to Clark Atlanta, too. Okay. Yes, yeah. DJ yeah. Drama yeah. went to Clark Atlanta. We were there around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents went to Clark College. My brother went to Howard. My mm-hmm. other brother went to Morehouse. Like, wow. we are an HBCU family. Like, mm-hmm. my business partners, you know. Went to Hampton, hey. one, okay, mm-hmm. and the other one went to Clark Atlanta. So it just fostered relationships, mm-hmm. HBCUs, and just homecoming. There's no homecoming like an HBCU Facts. homecoming. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's why I love it so. What, People don't talk about that part before enough. You go, before you go, what made you want to go? Was it instilled with your family or is uh, it? It was instilled with my family. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, again, I've been attending homecoming at Clark Atlanta since I was two years old, Mm -hmm. you know, because both my parents went there. I got you. And just watching the relationships that my parents had with other people from Clark Atlanta University and like those are my aunts and uncles, extended family. I just fell in love with it. People don't talk about that aspect enough. uh, The networking that happens at these HBCUs. What, what, What did you or who did you meet that led you to end up being the director of the United Negro College? I mean, 
first of all, my father received a UNCF scholarship. So wow. watching him talk about you receiving a UNCF scholarship and watching him work at General Motors and then turn around and give back for other black and brown people and people at Clark Atlanta, Spelman and Morehouse to be engineers and just watching that foster. I always had a good, a loving relationship for UNCF. Mm -hmm. Um, But it really is the networking. Um, You have relationships with people. I do business with people that I went to school with. Mm -hmm. We still have those genuine relationships. You work with them. When you think about, okay, if I have an event taking place, I'm thinking about, well, who can I help Mm -hmm. that went to Clark Atlanta with me or who, you know, Mm -hmm. went to another HBCU? A lot of the work that I do, even in the events world, I provide opportunities for other HBCU graduates. Well, what's some advice or tips you can give to help students apply for and receive scholarships from UNCF? The first thing I would want them to do is to go to Mm uncf.org and set up an account and check back there every other week because, again, scholarships pop up every day that we're offering. Again, if you're a graduating senior in high school, check it out, set up an account. If you are in college and looking for an internship, looking for scholarship Mm -hmm. opportunities, set up an account at uncf.org and just continue to check back. Make sure you have your resume, you know, written out. Talk to someone that does resume building. It's so important. Make sure that you have your statement written out of why you want to even go to college, whatever college or university that is. So just being proactive and preparing yourself. How early is too early? I I know you said senior year, but sometimes senior year might be a little too late because you just don't necessarily know. So how early should should parents should be looking into colleges and and same thing with students? You know, you can set up your account at uncf.org, I mean, as a freshman in high school. Okay. And start looking at different scholarships and looking for what is it that you need to apply for those certain types of scholarships. It's never too early to talk to students about scholarships, about financial aid. I mean, that is so important for Mm -hmm. parents and students to fill out that financial aid information. Mm-hmm. And I know the FAFSA has changed over um, you know, the course of this year. So it's making sure you fill out your FAFSA. Set up that account at uncf.org. It doesn't matter how old you are. You can start talking to your kids about scholarships in you know fifth, sixth, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Like, we need money mm-hmm. for right. you to attend school. Now, you know, a lot of parents, uh, I don't want to say have problems with scholarships, but have problems with scholarships because they get the scholarship to get their kid into school. Right. But now their kid is in school, they're freshmen. Now, what happens sophomore year? Are some of these scholarships four-year scholarships, or are yes. they just one-year scholarship? you got to get in, then you're on your own. Oh, no. So a lot of um, scholarships are four-year renewable scholarships, okay. as long as you continue to keep that GPA requirement, as long as you continue to keep whatever the requirements are mm-hmm. for that scholarship. And it's so important to look and say, okay, is this scholarship renewable You know, for my student so they can plan accordingly? There are some scholarships that might be a one-time. So if you do get that scholarship, that's one time, then you have to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, let me see about some scholarship money over here, over Mm -hmm. here, over here. You can also piecemeal it together. It doesn't all have to come from one place. Gotcha. When when you talk about certain requirements, and I didn't go to college, so forgive me for my stupidness, Uh -uh. but is this scholarships that's like if if you five, six, you know Blue what? Eyes, There's a scholarship like out stuff. there if you're left-handed. That's what okay? I'm saying. <laughs> it is scholarship money out there for everything you can think of, and I think that's the key to it. Mm-hmm. You have to look for scholarships that may, you might be thinking like, I mean, was a left-handed scholarship, 
but it's out there. There mm-hmm. are scholarships for all things, whether you play sports, whether you don't play sports, mm-hmm. whether you're majoring in STEM, whether you're majoring in mm-hmm. marketing, even entrepreneurial scholarships. Mm-hmm. So it is scholarships available for everyone. It's doing the research, mm-hmm. spending the time to do the research, being organized about where you're looking and what you're looking for. I wonder why. Like when you when they, why do they have a scholarship for like left-handed people? Listen, like, I don't know because I didn't create that scholarship. <laughs> it might have been, so it might have been a left-handed I, billionaire that says, you know what, I just want to support other left. Listen, people out there. Yeah. You can come up with what, however you want to do, you know, scholarships. When um, myself and Pinky Call, we gave scholarship money for 30 graduating seniors at Clark Atlanta University. We had no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. Our reason was that they would not be able to graduate if they didn't pay that dollar amount. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have people that just say, you know what, I want to make sure these students graduate. I don't care what their GPA is. It could be a 2.0. It doesn't matter. I want to make sure they get the money so they can walk across that stage. 2.0? And that's what we did. Hey, we didn't care. It didn't matter. You owed money, and we wanted to make sure that you were able to graduate in the spring. And so that's what we did. My daddy said, if I get a 2.0, I'm coming back to Queens. Listen, (laughs) you can graduate college still with a 2.0. That's right. right. You graduate and thank you, Lottie, but you're graduating. Well, thank, thank you, Lottie. Lottie. I didn't go to college. What's Th- thank you, Lottie. That I called. Oh, thank you, Lordy. Oh, thank you, Lottie. 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 You got to put some some <laughs> got some, some, got southern some southern on it. it. Thank you, yeah, Lottie. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price, and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing. Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. 
This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How can students prepare and pay for college, especially with the federal student aid deadline coming up? Oh, yeah. The deadline is around the corner, so they need to apply. You must apply to see what you qualify for, what kind of scholarships you qualify Mm -hmm. for. Again, Google is your best friend. YouTube University is your best friend. Really look up what scholarships are available. But again, go to uncf.org because we have thousands of scholarships Mm -hmm. available. We give away millions of dollars. To date, UNCF has probably given out over $4 billion in educating young people. Today is is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So for that day, are you guys doing something special for for today? Dr. Martin Luther King went to Morehouse College, Mm -hmm. but we're not doing anything in particular besides what we always do, Mm -hmm. which is provide an education for black and brown and young people. What are some benefits to going to an HBCU? Because my daughter's 15 now. And, you know, she's, of course, we're, she's already talking about college. So what's the, what's the benefits of going to an HBCU versus a PWI? You know, I, I think for me, it's seeing people that look like you doing great things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, again, that community. It's a smaller classroom. It's also go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Mm-hmm. Mm. What's the point of being a Delta? What's the point of being a what? Oh, wow. no, 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 you word that different. No. Wow. Don't what's the benefit like that? of being Don't a let him talk to you like that. Don't let him talk to you like that. That's the benefit. He must have AKAs in his family. Listen, he must have Zetas in his family. Don't let him talk to you like that. My mother in law is a Delta. You crazy. My mother in law is a Delta. My wife's mother is a Delta. 
What's the point of being what's a Delta? Wow. No, I mean, I mean, what's the benefit? Disrespectful. Not the point. The benefits. The benefits of being a Delta. <laughs> you let them talk to you like okay. that? <laughs> wow. Look, look at the peanut gallery over here pumping it up. You see, how, you see how people yes, pump yes, it up? Yes. Listen, being a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated was one of the greatest decisions for me. Um, they are my sisters, my line sisters, my big sisters, my little sisters. Again, I not only work with them, I love them. It is a sisterhood. I don't have sisters. I have two older brothers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have a sissy that, you know, is my cousin. But it is about the love. It's about the sisterhood. It's about the community. It's about giving back. So all of those things are what Delta encompasses. Yeah, because I think about it. If you go to an HBCU, that's one level of sisterhood, right? Absolutely. And, and togetherness with your black, black yes. people. But then you get... Play the Delta. That's a whole other level. Listen, a whole nother level yeah. of sisterhood and, and brotherhood. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, that HBCU camaraderie is a sisterhood and brotherhood mm -hmm. in itself, whether you pledge something or not. And even pledging Delta, I still have AKAs that I so love. I mean, my publicist is an AKA. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's still that love of fratern fraternities and sororities. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, my, my, my oldest is a sophomore in high school. Like I said, we're already starting to look for yes. colleges. When should students start seriously looking into college? Honestly, I, again, I would say seventh, eighth grade year, start talking to your kids about mm -hmm. college mm -hmm. and, and what kind of college would they want to go to? What do they want to do, you know, as they, you know, get older? And I always also tell students, if you don't know exactly what you want to do, it's okay to, to say that. Mm -hmm. It's okay to change your mind. Mm -hmm. But I also say as a junior in college, just go ahead and finish whatever that major is and figure out how to apply it to whatever it is you want to do or become. That's right. Like, don't pay all that money to take extra classes or additional classes. Just move forward. Yeah, I, I always say HBCUs uh, sometimes have to do a better job at trying to get students, especially on the East Coast. Yeah. Because uh, we don't see them as much, especially mm -hmm. New York and, and New Jersey or, or even Delaware and Philly. Uh, we don't see it as much. Right. And, and for my, like I said, myself, my biggest thing was a different world. That's what made me see what an HBCU was yes. like. Uh, so I, I would say they have to do a better job. And, and hopefully things like this will encourage more students to check out HBCUs. Yes. And we actually did the Empower Me Tour in New York mm -hmm. um, with high school uh, students. It was oh. some years ago. It was right before um, COVID. COVID. And again, hugely successful because students didn't know about HBCUs, that they're available, um, you know, for them to attend. Do you agree with Envy that, you know, HBCUs have to do a better job or do we as black people have to start valuing our own better? I think I think it's both. I think okay. it's I think it's twofold. I mm -hmm. think one, it's important for us to continue to give back to our HBCUs. It's not just about homecoming and coming home. It's also coming home, loving on your people but also giving back to your institution. Mm -hmm. So I just really think, mm -hmm. you know, it's imperative. And we do have to do a better job of letting kids know that HBCUs are attainable, that they're available, right. and that money is available the reason for them I, to attend. The reason I talk about them so much is, is going to, to Hampton and, and going to all these homecomings. I didn't get that experience in New York. You yeah. know, you go to, to Florida and they have the classic where it's yeah. it's nothing but black people and, and they're outside and they're barbecuing and they're cooking and there's a parade and it's just so much going on. And then you go to one in Alabama and it's the same thing. And you realize, damn, I didn't have that in New York. We didn't have to, to experience that. We didn't wake up morning to, to go to the parade. And 
you miss that being in certain areas where they don't have an HBCU. That's why I say a lot of times we have to do go better at at going to those areas where there is no HBCU, showing the students what it means, what it is, and what the family is like. Like going to FAMU's homecoming. I I know you, Clark Atlanta, but I'm Hampton. But FAMU has probably one of the best homecomings ever. They have a they have an excellent homecoming, and I will say, I mean. I love my CAU. Mm-hmm. Jackson State also has a funky Jackson good State time a, of a yes, homecoming as yes. well. I, I must say that. But I thought there was a classic here um, in New Jersey. They just where Morehouse, it. Didn't they just start? They just, oh, it's a game. Yeah, it's, it's a, a game. game. It's a game. Okay. Yeah. So they just shout to Albert. He's, he just, he's trying to bring it back to New York. Got it. He didn't actually go to a, a HBCU. He went to St. John's. But he understands what it means. He has black kids. So he's trying to create the classic back Got where the schools it. are coming in. The problem is, I think last year they did Morehouse in Alabama State. Yes, and I think so. Albany State. And the problem with Albany State, sadly, is most people thought it was in Albany, New York, but Albany State's in Georgia. So oh. it's it's like getting those schools and giving an education. But right. he's gonna continue to do it, and hopefully that gets that back hair and gets these students out here and gets them coming to see things because it's more than just a game. It's it is. they have step shows. They have uh, uh, they give a, a place where they give them scholarships on site to kids. They're doing um. There's so many different things around yes. it, and I, I like to be a part of it because I just love my HBCUs. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that. Well, we appreciate you Hold for on, she's us. also an entrepreneur. That's right. Oh. Harlem, Harlem Hops, Beer, Booze, Bites, and Beach. B. Scott had bought us this before. That's right. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You want to talk about Harlem Hops? Listen, Harlem Hops is a craft beer bar. Mm-hmm. It's in Harlem. Mm-hmm. We also just opened up a second location um, at Pier 57. Wow. So we have Harlem Hops, Chelsea also in the food hall where mm-hmm. the Google building is. Okay. So that's our second location. And, I mean, we are 100% African-American owned, you know, first black owned craft beer bar in New York. The reason I love this because it shows that, you know, what you do at the United Negro College Fund, you do that to be of service. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Do it to, to be of service to other students so they can also see, again, there's nothing like a mirror image to see what it is that you can do and what you can become. Mm-hmm. And when you see, you know, a brother or sister and you're like, dang, I can do that also, it's it's inspiring and it's inspirational. How can people get in contact with you in the UNCF? Okay. You can reach me at uh, on my IG mm-hmm. at Stacy Lee 32 That's my maiden name, mm-hmm. Lee. I'm a sprat. Mm-hmm. Um you know, on IG, you can reach out to me directly. Um, you know, any kind of questions about education, any kind of questions about scholarships, I will be glad to answer. And United Negro College Fund. UNCF. Yep, UNCF.org. Dot org. UNCF.org for all information about scholarships, internships, um, you know, ways to get to and through college. It's all right there at your fingertips. Word. All right. Well, Stacy Lee Spratt, we appreciate you for joining us. Thank you. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake that ass up in the morning. The Breakfast Club. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. 
Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to a Cross Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.